I wanted to touch a little bit on what is going on in the world right now. So at the day of this recording, we are about, oh gosh, three days in to the attack on Ukraine. Um, and by the time this is released, two weeks from now, it might be very different. Um, I'm not sure what the world's going to look like in two weeks. Regardless, I think one of the things that I wanted to touch on is how we can help children when we are having big feelings and there is scary stuff going on in the world. We try and shelter our children sometimes from the news and sometimes we're very successful at it and sometimes things slip and it's going to happen and they're going to have questions. They're going to see you reacting to things and they might have questions about those reactions. And uh, we are not a political podcast. This is not a political stance, um, but development is universal. And I just kind of wanted to say, you know, some things that you can do to help your children through those moments. If they see you and they say, why are you worried? Why are you sad? Our natural response can sometimes be, <clears throat> I'm not sad. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Honey, go play. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm not sad. I have no emotions. I'm an adult and I'm strong all the time. And we do that because we want to help them feel safe in a situation. We want them to feel like we are in control. But in the long run, what could be more helpful is to say to them, I'm sad right now because there is something scary going on in the world and I feel sad for these people. But you are safe here with me and we are safe and you are loved and I will keep you safe and care for you. It is really in the long run better to be honest about that and to teach children, give them the example of how to handle those big feelings because we do have them uh, and we can't expect them to learn how to handle them if we are not the model of that for them. If you've got young, young kids, toddlers, you don't have to talk to them about war they're not going to be able to process that yet. You don't have to explain that. But you can just say you're having a big feeling. You are feeling sad. And that's okay that we can handle big feelings. And it's okay to have those big feelings. And I'm going to breathe and take a minute and feel sad. But you're still safe and loved. And, and if they've seen something that leaves them concerned for other people, it is, it is also okay to invite them in to wish well, or if appropriate for your family to pray for those who are helping and those who are in need of help. And that gives them a little bit of agency in the situation as well. It can be an opportunity to teach empathy. And I think when you have, if you've got older children who have been exposed and have questions about what's going on, it's okay to talk to them about that in an appropriate way, in an age-appropriate way. You know, again, if you've got preschoolers, you might say, you know, war is what happens when two people don't agree and people get hurt. And, you know, there's different ways to handle that. And there are a lot of um, social media accounts out there right now that can help you word those things. Uh, Sesame Street and Communities can be a great resource for how to have those hard conversations. Older kids, the one thing that I have learned in this past year of conflict is that questions don't go away because we tell them, don't worry about it. They just get answered the best that a child can do. And that answer that they come up with 
might not be the answer you want them to have. So this is your opportunity to give them the answer that you want them to have and in a way that you feel comfortable and safe with. So again, we're not political, but politi you know, politics are going on uh, and this is happening. And as teachers and adults, sometimes this is the best we can do. Uh, I had a situation, I was working uh, in a classroom and the building uh, was broken into and we had to close because the police had to come and there was fingerprint powder everywhere. And uh, there was just all kinds of stuff. We had to clean up the whole building before kids could come in. And a lot of those kids knew what had happened. Instead of just trying to pretend like it didn't happen, I decided I was gonna be intentional about it. I sent home a letter to the parents and I said, this is how you can talk to them about this. If they have questions, you know, you can answer those questions. You can tell them what happened. You might ask them how they're feeling about it. And really to kind of my, my surprise, a lot of parents did it. And those kids came in and we sat down and we had a circle, uh, a group, and I said, you know, what do you guys think? How are you feeling? And a lot of those kids said, you know, well, mommy said that, you know, the bad guys came, but they're gone now and the teachers are going to keep us safe and we're safe at school. We had a conversation about that, about how we were safe and how we were going to stay safe. And then it was gone and it was fine. There weren't behaviors that followed it because we talked about it. We didn't try and pretend like it didn't happen. So definitely not on the scale of war, but I do feel like I've had some experience with, with trying this method and I have seen the, the outcome and the benefits of it.